It's Friday, and this is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Chris Hogan. All right, Dave, today's question comes from Crosby in Idaho. He says, why do you recommend only 15% of your household income to be invested? If I can do more, should I? Ah, so look at it this, Crosby. I would take a stab at this, Dave. You, you get 15%. What you want to do is to get started and allow compound interest to start moving for you. However, you're still going to be doing some other things. For example, we invested baby step four, 15%. You're still going to be saving for college and you're going to be attacking to pack, attack and pay off the house. Now, Crosby, once you attack and pay off the house, you definitely can invest more than 15% because you freed up that income, that payment from going to the mortgage. Yeah, it only applies until the home's paid for. That's right. And once your home is paid off, then you're, you've got a lot more cash flow and you can do other stuff. Wide open spaces. So uh, obviously you could do 12% and put more towards the mortgage. Mm-hmm. You could do 17% and put less towards the mortgage, so why 15%? Is it magical? No, it's not magical. It's not a magic number. But we did, when we were designing the baby steps, we learned the baby steps from working with people over the years. We finally said, we first used to tell people to stop doing everything and get out of debt. Then we developed, people kept having, you know, the tire would blow out, the alternator go out on their car, kid would get sick, and it's $200 at the pediatrician, and they have any money Mm -hmm. because they paid it all on the debt. Right. So then baby step one was born. So before you get out of debt, have $1,000. So you got a little starter cushion. So it was born. These these steps evolved. Right. We didn't just make them up in a room. Right. They evolved in 30 years of coaching and counseling people. So once we got out of debt and got the emergency fund in place, then we said, okay, what what number in the budget with the average household income is $59,000 in America, but if you're making $32,000, the number still works, Mm -hmm. and if you're making a Two hundred thirty-two thousand. The number still works. What percentage allows you to have money left beyond that percentage? That's a big, healthy percentage. Right. But beyond that, you'd have money left for college savings, and beyond that, money left to begin to pay off your home earlier. And uh, we played with ten percent, twelve percent, seventeen percent, because we have people that are super savers, and they would put twenty-eight percent in. Right, And then we have people that go, I only want to put 3% in because I want to pay off my house. Right, And we knew neither one of those were right because you need to have a good, healthy amount going in, but not so much that you don't have any left to flow over the edge of the cup over into the other two baby steps. And so we ran uh, case study scenarios off of real people that we had met with, you know, all these tens of thousands now today, hundreds of thousands of budgets that we have done at Ramsey. Mm -hmm. And the 15% just works. It works at almost any number. Now, again, this is not out of the Bible. Right. And so it's not an absolute. You can decide to do whatever you want to do. If you want to do 17%, do it. I wouldn't recommend it. This comes from real experience. Mm-hmm. We didn't just make these numbers up. This wasn't in a think tank somewhere right. that some stupid broke college professor came up with. <laughs> you know? And, and, you know, got tenure and no money. You know? You don't want people with no money teaching well, you about money. It, here's the, the, the magic of it is, obviously... Uh, most everyone has picked up on your percentage that you've devised because it does allow people to continue to take care of life, but at the same time, get compound growth started in your favor. And the same thing when we talk about buying a car. You don't have cars that are more than half your annual income. Mm-hmm. You pay cash because you have too much invested in going down in value. Right. And the same thing we talk about no more than a fourth of your take-home pay on a 15-year fixed on your mortgage. 
You don't want to be in debt long-term, so no more than 15 years. And if you have more than 25% of your take-home pay going into your mortgage, you're going to have trouble saving to buy and pay cash for the next car. You're going to have trouble paying cash for your vacations. You're going to have trouble doing your 15% mm-hmm. into your retirement and kids' college and been paying the house off even earlier. Right. So you become house poor. You can become investment poor. Yes, you can. Cash-wise. Yep. And you can become house poor cash-wise. You can become car poor cash wise and these are the things that kick people in the kneecap while they're trying to get ahead right well and i remember when i first started working the plan and i was like thousand dollars that's not that's not enough well it's not enough enough. and then i realized i was like ah wait a minute no 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 this is going to break the habit of me thinking that debt's an option Mm -hmm. and it's going to give me a little bit of cushion yeah you know and it was one of those things where you go ah because if you won't do that one if you won't do the thousand, you there ain't no way in the world you're going to do baby steps. You're step not going to submit yourself no. to a plan. You're no. not going to submit yourself to a plan. That's but right. You know what was happening, Chris? And this is in the early days of Financial Peace University, before there was baby steps. I mean, I was I was teaching this stuff, and, and I'm teaching it in class, and we're sitting in the, having the small groups. And what would happen is, is that somebody would have that was really earnest. Mm-hmm. They really had had an I've had it moment. They really were ready to change. They really wanted to get out of debt, and they really ain't game on. And they're, you know, they're, they're, they're charging the gates of hell with a water pistol. Here we go, baby. Let's get going. You know, game on. Let's bust this thing. Braveheart this thing, right? Let's go. And they go down there about three months and they're busting into this thing and their emotional energy is starting to run a little bit low, but they are making progress. And then that alternator would go out or that, that, you know, Uh, tires, tires, you know, brakes would go out on the car or something. A kid would get sick, some little thing. And, you know, it really didn't ruin their plan the fact that they pulled out an old credit card and went and bought tires but it ruined the psychology for them hmm. because they felt dirty they felt like a drunk that had gone gone and got uh, somebody that was an alcoholic that had been dry for 90 days and then went and got drunk right they felt dirty and so they quit so the thousand dollars isn't about you and about never using a credit card again it's about the feeling that you you went back to the old ways you know the the proverbs talks about a dog returning to its vomit hmm. you know and it's how it feels hmm. you, you wake up and you go man and you just feel like a you feel like a dog you feel awful because you failed hmm. and you really didn't right it's two hundred dollars on a credit card right. guy's got forty two thousand on his credit cards right that's two hundred dollars didn't right. really keep that's him right. from winning that's right but the fact that he fell off the wagon did and the thousand that's all the thousand dollars is for hmm. it has nothing to do with the actual math right right it's to keep you from feeling like you're not working the plan right gotcha like you failed hmm. and that's what's worked yeah. and that that's why that's why it's so important and so you know you see these stupid butt people posting stuff about us on the internet and man there's everything in the world out there people just make up stuff i mean i, I Tom Cruise had sex with an alien, you know, I'm sure. And we interviewed the alien, you know. I mean, they just make up crap. And so, but but they, you know, Dave Ramsey doesn't understand. He, you know, he's out, out of touch out with of the touch. times, $1,000. Right. Well, $1,000 wasn't enough when we started either, Duber. Right. It was never enough. Hmm. It was never intended to be enough. And, and you know, and, and you know, some financial planner, uh, Dave Ramsey thinks $1,000 is an emergency fund. No, he doesn't, you moron. That's right. I tell you what I think an emergency fund is. It's three to six months of expenses. The same thing that's been taught in the financial planning community for 50 freaking years. Right. You know, it's the same exact thing. The rainy day fund, grandma's rainy faint day fund, yep. the GOK fund, the God only knows fund. It's always been the same. I didn't make any of this up. 
the only thing about the thousand dollars is to keep your emotions intact and you don't feel dirty like you didn't work the plan when some little dinky butt little emergency comes along now you have a ten thousand dollar emergency you got another issue that's right while you're in baby step one or two. right yeah you do you got a different thing going on then but most people don't have a ten thousand dollar emergency but about once every 10 years yeah. 78 percent of americans will face a ten thousand dollar emergency fund once a decade now, the trick is, are you going to be ready when that comes? When it happens. And you will be if you work these baby steps in order. That's right. But during the time you're in baby step two, the number of times that that big emergency comes along at exactly the wrong time, it's fairly it's fairly uh, rare. That doesn't happen often. Well, it's, I'm a, it's more about worrying about the unknown. Yeah, that's so good to hear the, 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 the rationale behind that. I'm glad we talked about that. That's good. And listen, if you're out there and you fell off the wagon, get back up on that thing. This is 2021. You still got time. It's <laughs> just gotten started. Let's do it. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.